Hello everyone, I'm Dalton Burdett. I'm Ryan Warner. And we are the Movie Knights. Well, some of them. If you're watching this because you want to hear our uncensored and unfiltered thoughts and opinions about the world of movies, so kick back, grab a snack, and thank you for being a part of the conversation. Well, a little bit of slip up I thought almost, I heard. I, I dragged some words. Yeah. But, you know, it happens, it happens, it Not happens. Bad. I mean, we're almost out of February, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, we are. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. See, January felt like an entire year. February felt like That's it because was we were two days. For the Oscars. This is true. Speaking of the Oscars, something that I want to bring up, you know, elephant in the room. That video did extremely well. Yeah, thank you. And to more we, than we six... wanted to say thank you to everyone who watched it. I think it's almost like 120k now. Yeah, last and I it's checked. it's incredible how well it's doing. And for all the new subscribers who are watching this, thank you. Like that mm-hmm. that came out of nowhere for us. Yeah. So thank you so much, you guys. That's really really nice of you. And we hope that you stick around. If not, we totally get it. We really suck. And so just yeah, no hard feelings once you leave. But uh, but again, just thank you guys so much for watching that. And all the positive feedback. Oh that we yeah, got in the yeah. Comments all the comments too, were wonderful. Yeah, it's funny because I was like, ah, oh, you know what? It'd be fun to like record our reactions to the Oscars yeah. being uh, to the nominations being listed. And you're like, yeah. oh yeah, let's do it. And let's, yeah. also, let's, do, let's also do it for the Oscars. And you're like, oh yeah, and, for like and, and the it, twenty people who watch our videos. Yeah, and then even in the past podcast episodes, we were like, we might film ourselves. Yeah, blah, blah. Like, I, and I it turns know. out that was the best decision we made. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, I like, just got really tired. I haven't told Dalton yet. I just got really tired of hitting the refresh button on my uh, computer. Oh, the hundred twenty. But no, seriously. Thank you, everyone, for watching that. That is, ooh, I'm I'm dumbfounded. By yeah, it. no, I thank you guys, really, thank you. Uh, but moving on, uh, we know that we've been talking a lot about the Oscars the past couple weeks, and obviously with the Oscar video. Mm-hmm. But I do want to get just quick thoughts on maybe highlights of the night, favorite things that you enjoy, particularly over the evening. I know that people already saw us ha- do it, but we didn't get didn't really get to talk about it in depth. Yeah, like our thoughts post Oscars. Yes, yes. So um, just any overall highlights of the night for you. Other than the obvious Parasite winning. Yeah, no, I'm very happy for Parasite. Uh, I mean, like I said before, I would have been happy with any one of those nine winning. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, especially happy for Parasite being the first just international film yeah. to win Best Picture. Um, Bong Joon-ho walked away with four Oscars, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Tied Walt Disney for the most in one night. That's insane. Um, although I do look stupid. If you go back and watch previous podcast episodes, I've been I'd been hyping up uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. saying if he didn't win Best Screenplay, he was winning Best Director. If he wasn't winning either of those, he was definitely winning <laughs> for Best Picture. And, uh, you know, you make guesses. You're wrong. It happens. But I'm immensely happy for Bong Joon-ho and the whole cast and crew of Parasite. Yeah, you know, I, I second-guessed myself because uh, I originally was like, no, not 1917 won't get it because my editing stat that I pointed out. And then mm-hmm. the editing stat was correct. And then I didn't even have Parasite in my top three choices just because I didn't think it would happen. But I'm so glad that it did. It's yeah. such a phenomenal film. And uh, my personal favorite highlight of the night had to be, um, obviously, Parasite and all the Bong Joon-ho awards and just seeing him go on stage and him mm-hmm. being so happy. But also, Taika Waititi winning Best Adapted Screenplay. I was very happy to see that. Mm-hmm. And I just like that he didn't know what to say when he was up there. Yeah. And also, I just I thoroughly loved when Bong Joon-ho shouted out Martin Scorsese and Quentin Tarantino. Absolutely. And just the whole room erupted. And it was just a celebration of film and filmmakers. And that's what mm-hmm. the Oscars are really all about. And I feel and like that this year was, was really, really wonderful to see. Yeah, and I felt like this year was really a return to loving film because, um, I mean, I, I to be honest, I really haven't been on social media since the Oscars, but mm-hmm. I feel like there hasn't been like an 
outroar of like hate for any one of these movies like it's all been nothing but support mm-hmm. especially for Bong Joon-ho and like what he's done his accomplishment his accomplishment of making Parasite and uh, also winning four Oscars that night um, but like I would say that leading up to the Oscars like it just all kind of fell into place like yeah. Joaquin Phoenix won mm-hmm. um, Renee Zellweger won everyone knew Roger Deakins was going to win. Like, yeah. I felt like there weren't any real shocks. But it was cool that the big shock was Best Picture because, like, that's the one that you want the yeah. big surprise to happen and it did. Like, I, I mean, you saw we fucking lost our minds, but but also just, I didn't, I just was so convinced it wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And then when he won screenplay, which I did predict, mm-hmm. then he won director and I was like, wow, what an honor. Like, I, I thought that was the height, like, that's all it's going. I was like, wow. Just like with uh, Alf- uh, was it Alfonso Cuaron yeah. last year with Roma? Yeah, I was like, wow, what an honor that is, you know, and then, bam, best picture. And then mm-hmm. I just didn't even, my body didn't know what to do. Yeah. And very deserving film. We did unharsh, unfairly yell at Nick, who was off camera because he had never seen it. So I feel bad, but it is hopefully phenomenal, <laughs> as many people like to point out. <laughs> I love that comment. Fucking digging at you, dude. It was yeah. so funny. Oh, that was... It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, but yeah, um, but yeah. overall, um, the show was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think that last year it worked without a host. This year, it was re- it really kind of felt like, okay, they need they need to bring a host back. At least that's how I felt about it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was cool to see Eminem finally get to perform uh, Lose Yourself and... You know, it had some really decent moments, but um, I'm happy to say that the actual highlights were just the awards, yeah, and not just parts of the show. And uh, oh, and um, Joker winning best score, just because I wanted that to win so bad. I yeah, love that score. I know, I know you're really happy about that. Yes, yes, and uh, we also have a lot of movie news to dive into. Now, mm-hmm. some of this is admittedly old news. We just didn't get a chance to talk about it, and we must. I mean, we are a weekly show, so some news show. is, is going to be a little old, yes. unfortunately. But that's why you're here, for our thoughts. Yes, and that's why you'll also leave. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, God. But also, um, before we get into an older story, I do have a newer story that I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, Disney is rebooting the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise. Mm-hmm. They're making a movie called Shrunk, and it's starring Josh Gad, who's going to play like the main child in the original film's grown up. Okay. And it has been officially confirmed by several major trades like THR, Variety, that Rick Moranis is returning hmm. to be in the movie. And the reason that is such a big deal is he's re- he retired from acting, I want to say 20 or 30 years ago, and has been offered several times to come back but never did. Mm-hmm. Because the reason he left was because his wife died. And he was like, I have to go be a father for my children. And he just quit. And mm-hmm. never... Return for anything. I mean, you can't blame him. Yeah. He was always kind. Like, he would always politely turn things down. Just like, no, I said I'm done. And, you know, his kids are growing up now. And clearly, this, 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 there, I had no interest in seeing a reboot of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But clearly, there must be something in this story or in this pitch that they gave to Rick Moranis that he's returning. Because he's allegedly turned down to be in the new Ghostbusters mm-hmm. also. But is returning for Shrunk. Yeah. So I'm very curious as to what that story is going to hold. But I also just think it's so heartwarming that he's coming back. He's also just such a classic, legendary comedian, especially in his younger days when he made movies like Strange Brew and Spaceballs, things mm-hmm. like that. And he's such a funny, hilarious, heartwarming guy. And to see him finally, you know, 
it's going to be special. It's going to be special when you're in theaters watching that movie and you see him show up on screen. It's going to be a really special moment. I think audiences are really going to love it and good on Disney for reaching out and making it happen. Mm-hmm. But also, I just think it's I'm just it warms my heart yeah. that Rick Moranis is going to be returning just to the screen for everyone to see. And I just wanted to get your your thoughts on the whole situation with Rick Moranis and if you kind of see how significant this can really turn out to be. I mean, I'm sure that there is something that Disney said in the pitch meeting, whether mm-hmm. it was monetization mm-hmm. or um, something more emotional. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't think anyone really retires from something, especially mm-hmm. since if it's something that they truly love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, obviously it's been this many years since he's mm-hmm. been retired. Obviously his kids are grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't really need to raise kids because yeah. they're mm-hmm. they're in their adulthood yeah. they probably have families of their own um so he's probably just like ready to get back into it and allegedly mm-hmm. like you said he's not in the new ghostbusters it's not out no one can officially mm-hmm. say that yeah um but i mean good for him for coming back to the scene kind of like joe pesci they go away yeah. come back mm-hmm. uh, daniel day lewis retires for a few years and then comes yeah. back mm-hmm. um but i just i i'm glad he's coming back I admittedly haven't seen much of his work, mm-hmm. um, but it's always nice to see people when they love something return to form and just come back and do something that they love. Uh, it always makes me happy to see that no matter what the field may be. Yeah. Who is a horror director that you really love? And more specifically, an Evil Dead director that you love. And more mm. specifically, the original <laughs> Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness director that you love. Are we talking about Sam Raimi? The one and only. Unless someone else directed those movies. What about Sam Raimi? (laughs) Well, I have some very exciting news. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you heard because we love uh, movies. We love Sam Raimi and we love MCU stuff. Yes. He is directing. Allegedly. uh, He's directing Doctor Strange 2. uh, What is it? Multiverse Multiverse of of Madness. Madness. Yeah. uh, um, fuck uh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Especially after watching the Morbius trailer and you see oh. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, uh, and you're like, it, it "Hold won't, on, it won't be Tobey Maguire's oh, no. in Morbius." You're right. It's gonna be Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man suit. Oh my god! Acted by Andrew Garfield, voiced <laughs> no. by Tom Holland. No, no. What could go wrong? No. What? What could go wrong? A lot. You appease the masses. That's what is, you do. Is that what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Is it, how'd that work out for Amazing Spider-Man 2? Okay, I actually like those movies. You and what army? No, but... <laughs> no, but... um, um, I am ecstatically excited by this news. Mm-hmm. And hopefully when I'm at Comic-Con, I'll see Sam Raimi go on the Hall H stage. That would be awesome. I, I hope that Marvel holds off the announcement until Hall H. Even if I don't even know if they're going back to Comic Con, they haven't made an announcement. How did the story break? THR, Hollywood Reporter, just like Sam Raimi is in talks to direct Doctor Strange too, and then Variety reported it, and everyone else reported it, and then they reached out to Sam Raimi and Marvel, and both responded no comment. He's so it, it, it looks like because usually if it's a no, they'd shut it down pretty yeah. quickly. And apparently, not only was he in talks, he's in like final negotiations. Like they're doing, they're dotting the I's and crossing the T's over like. They're like, hey, <laughs> Sam Raimi, um, Sony really fucked us, just like they fucked you with Spider-Man 3, so they really want our Spider-Man to be in the Venomverse, mm-hmm. and uh, here's a multiverse movie, Yeah, and he's like, 
ooh, John Malkovich as the vulture sounds <laughs> oh pretty God. cool. No, no, like, no, no. We already have Michael Keaton. And like, <laughs> All right, that's fine. No, I mean, obviously, you, your mind, like your point bringing up, goes directly to multiverse. Especially after that image of that is clearly Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. That is not Tom Holland. But but I think it's a previs thing for the trailer, and I think when you watch the movie, it'll be fixed. I'm willing to put money on that, actually. You heard it. We have a witness. Sitting off camera is Kyler. Kyler, Yeah. And we have video recording of... Of of at least six people watching. Yes. So... He... Did you hear him? Okay. Go ahead and... Uh, right, say right, your statement right, again. Right. So, for anyone who's seen the Morbius trailer, you know that you see a mural of Spider-Man on a wall, but it's Tobey Maguire's outfit. I will bet you fifty dollars that when Morbius comes out, it will be a fixed image, and it will be Tom Holland's suit and not Tobey Maguire's. Fifty dollars. That's how confident he is, Kyler. Kyler, can you do you have an opinion on this? Do you want to state something? I think it was a previs thing that they made for the trailer because they weren't done yet, and that in the movie it will be different. I think it's a shot at Marvel. I think they're going to keep the suit the way that it was in the trailer. Okay. I think so too. I think this is Sony giving Marvel and Disney and Bob Iger and all those people the big middle finger. I don't think so. I don't think so. While... They would be within the right because Disney kind of fucked up that initial deal. Mm-hmm. And then they thankfully re-upped and we're going to get Tom Holland in the MCU more. But Also the Venomverse. It's, it definitely seems like it now, especially after that Morbius trailer. But with... Nope. 50... Are you willing to bet 50 bucks? Because I'm willing to bet $50. And we have until, I think, October when Morbius comes out. Can I sit on it? You can sit on it, but I'm I'm extending the offer. All right, how about this? How about this? Okay. Oh, how about this? How about okay. if I'm right, you have to give me fifty dollars. But if I'm wrong, I have to give you a hundred dollars. You are taking the hand that God gave you and doubling down. I am making the bet right now. Oh. We're on my camera. I just Tyler, went, are we on your camera? I'm gonna win fifty dollars. Are we, are, we on, are we on camera one? Oh, we're, we're good. Right. We're good. When oh, you boy. watch the Morbius movie, it will be a Tom Holland suit corrected in post-VFX. We will see. I'm going to start putting aside paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. No, but uh, but yeah. But that, that that's that's an interesting thought. Where'd mm-hmm. you hear that from? No, I just... I think so. Yeah? Yeah. And, and also, I don't yeah. know if you saw this, but you know the... um. Um, from Spider-Man Far From Home, the kid that plays Flash Thompson. Yeah. Well, apparently Sony has an Instagram that's Flash Thompson's. The Flash Mob. Did you see what they posted? It was, uh, it was something on his story. It was a news headline. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really read it. It referenced multiple things. I saw the Cletus uh, Cassidy's name on it, yes. which is obviously Venom 2. Ve- which is the Venomverse. And it said something about vampires running around. Ooh. So you have the MCU Flash Thompson referencing Venom and Morbius. So it's very clear that some... Because like obviously part of the deal, the re-upped deal that Sony and Marvel did, involves Sony being allowed to reference MCU stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is why, going back to Sam Raimi and Doctor Strange, which is why people are speculating, well, what if part of the deal is that they could use older Sony stuff 
in the MCU, like Toby, mm-hmm. like why they're bringing in Sam Raimi. However, there are some camps out there suggesting that the reason they brought on Sam Raimi was to do like a Tobey Maguire thing. I don't think so. Honestly, I don't think we're going to see any Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in Doctor Strange 2 at all. I would love it. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the reason they brought on Sam Raimi is because they know his sensibilities and his style as a, as a director, and it's a perfect fucking match. Oh, my God. And he is a huge Doctor Strange fan. So much so that they talk about that he, he references Doctor Strange in Spider-Man 2 way back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's a huge Doctor Strange fan. Watch Army of Darkness. Watch Evil Dead 2. Clearly, he did his multiverse. Clearly, this guy is the guy for Doctor Strange. Okay, okay, but why? Why would you? Because alleged, unless new headlines came out, yeah. Allegedly, the reason Scott Derrickson and Marvel split was because Scott Derrickson wanted to go in a more horror-driven route. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to get rid of a horror director for a director who produces horror movies, does horror movies? And got his start with horror movies. One thing. Evil Dead 2. I think that is why. Because I think Marvel does want a horror movie. But they also want to keep their family-friendly tone. And I think that Sam Raimi knows how to balance horror and comedy without undermining one or the other. Mm -hmm. And I think Scott Derrickson wanted to make this dark, constantly scary movie. I mean, this is just my speculation. I, I don't... Obviously, I don't fucking know what really went on but that's my assumption mm-hmm. so I'm thinking Marvel still wants it to be horror because the split between Marvel and Scott Derrickson is clearly amicable like they're not, they don't hate each other I mean Scott Derrickson is very he's excited been a very, for, and yeah. he's been a, a huge class act throughout the whole thing so clearly they want horror to be a part of this but here's my my thing that confuses me mm-hmm. is clearly Scott Derrickson left, whether it's for the horror reason or not, he left because of what seemed like studio interference in the story mm-hmm. and like what they wanted to do with it. Marvel. Sam Raimi got fucked with Spider-Man 3 with studio interference. So if he's saying yes, it must mean they're letting him do his style of movie. So, like, a lot of reports as to why Derrickson left just don't make any sense now. Yeah. So, like, I'm very curious as to what really went on there now at this point. But either way, if it gets Sam Raimi to direct Doctor Strange 2, I'm fucking there. Holy shit. Love Sam Raimi. And yeah. I mean, like you pointed out, he already did his, like, multiverse madness. Yes. Got it. Trilogy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not watched The Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness... Watch them all in one day. That's you know the best way to watch it. You know who hasn't? Who? I'll call them out right now. Skylar, you haven't watched a single one of those fucking movies. Are you, fucking, are you serious? Yeah. She watched the 2013 one. That was it. And that one's good. No, it's fucking great. And he, but and it he, doesn't and, touch the yeah, other ones. Yeah, oh no. And he produced it. Mm-hmm. And he produced oh. Crawl. Yes, Crawl was great. And Ash vs. Evil Dead. The show that's so, like, a sequel to the originals. That's what just so does it. That just doesn't what that, that it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. that I mean I I guess it makes sense in that sense that like he can balance like the Because they're also and, funny. Yeah. And I think that because obviously it's not going to be an R-rated film. Because Kevin Feige's already said it's not going to be an R-rated film. Which is probably what Scott Derrickson was pushing. Maybe. Like, Maybe. We don't know. I, I am curious that soon. we find yeah that we find out what exactly went down there, mm-hmm. but um, like I said, either way, if it gets Kevin or Scott Jesus Sam Raimi 
to make a Doctor Strange movie. I don't care what the situation was. Yeah. I am still a little bit sad that Scott Derrickson won't be doing it, but if it gets me Sam Raimi, yeah. oh well. But yeah, no, very, very excited about it. What, 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 what did you say you want Scott Derrickson's next movie to be? Um, Professor Weird and the... <laughs> what was it? Do you remember the title of it? P- Professor Weird and the... Uh, not multiverse, but like a, a rip-off title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of what, the insanity of something. Yeah, that would be funny. No. Yeah. No, no, I, I want Scott Derrickson to do something low-budget with Blumhouse again. That would be really, really cool. God, Blumhouse I Studios. Yes. I, I love those guys over there. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. When does... They, have they, 2021. Do they even have a script yet, or is it nope. just pitch meetings? Oh, that was the other thing I was going to bring up. I don't know the person's name offhand, because I'm bad at what I do. Is it the writer? Yes. Yeah, he put out a tweet last week. But the writer that's Scott Derrickson's co-writer put out a tweet saying, Hey, despite reports, we never actually wrote a script together. We were yeah. about to when he left. Which, by the way, good on them that they figured out their creative differences then. They didn't pull a fucking Lucasfilm. And that's probably why they don't have bad blood. Yeah, yeah. But also... Do you know who they hired to write Doctor Strange 2? No. The showrunner of the Loki show. Of the Loki show? The lead writer of the Loki TV show. Well, we don't know how that show's going to turn out. But we do know that it ties into Doctor Strange. Everything's going to tie that into and Doctor WandaVision Strange and WandaVision. And that's just Disney just over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a genius move. And Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. Absolutely. But it just it bothers me that they're just forcing everyone's hand to get Disney Plus if you don't already have it to stay current with the MCU when they've never done that before you just had to go and watch a movie. I I mean I mean we'll, that's the only thing that upsets me but like we'll it is see. smart from a business perspective from there. We'll see, but also how many people saw Avengers Endgame that only saw like Iron Man 1, Avengers 1, Captain America, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there But are, I feel like they're going to dive di- more. Yes. There are, I mean there are diehard MCU fans who saw every movie mm-hmm. we're, we're some of them. And then went to go watch Endgame. But then there are the people who just, like, are caught up enough. And I think that while the MCU shows will be important, I don't think you can miss one. I mean, there'll be scenarios where you have to see one. Mm. Like, if you saw Avengers Endgame without seeing Avengers Infinity War, you'd be completely lost. And that only happens sometimes. It's not an all-the-time thing. Like, you could watch Avengers 1 and 2 and not watch any of the movies between. Mm -hmm. And, uh... But yeah, no. I uh, I'm very curious with Sam Raimi directing Doctor Strange too. I really, really hope it's great. You said and it comes out twenty twenty two? Twenty twenty one. It comes out in twenty twenty one. Yeah. So it's probably gonna be like fall, December area if they don't even start, have a script yeah. yet. Oh no, I think the script will be done in three months they'll start shooting it by the end of summer, beginning of fall. Easy. Yeah. When you got Marvel money, you make things happen. and That's true. That is very true. And uh, that is something Marvel excels in, is getting these low-budget directors to make high-budget movies, mm-hmm. and they come out great. Yeah, and uh, where it was really said best was uh, Kevin Feige actually did an interview with John Campia a really? lo- long time ago, back when he was with it was, he was either with AMC or Collider. Okay. And uh, John Campia asked him, like, hey... You know, it was back right when they hired James Gunn to do Guardians of the Galaxy, and they were like, "He's like, hey, I love James Gunn, but do you have any trepidations about like a low a low budget filmmaker making a big movie like Guardians of the Galaxy?" And Ken Feige was like, "No, he's a good storyteller. He's like, if you're a good storyteller, you can tell whatever story." Mm-hmm. He, and then Taika Waititi later, when talking about Thor Ragnarok, was like, "Marvel actually gave him this guide that was like." Basically, it was like big budget filmmaking for dummies, <laughs> and he said it was literally just like 
the tricks you need to know if you've never worked with big big budgets before. Mm-hmm. He goes, but if you're a filmmaker, you're fine. It's yeah. like it's just an adjustment that you have to go through. But he goes, but after a while, you get the you get used to it and you're mm-hmm. good. And so I, and they're also they have a really low budget person making Eternals. Like I think they've only made like two movies. Oh wow. Yeah, but her her last movie was called The Writer. I've never seen it, but apparently it's really good. Mm-hmm. And that's like what got her the job. Yeah. But I'm really, really excited for the MCU moving forward, and especially Doctor Strange 2. Because it looks like Doctor Strange 2 is kind of going to be like the Captain America Civil War of this phase, where like it's all going to hinge on this movie. Yeah. At least that's what it seems like. So I'm very, But it's very also curious. really one of the only few movies that are announced and like that has the biggest hype around it, which mm-hmm. could factor into it. Because the other movies that are announced right now is the... Uh, what's the Kung Fu movie? Shang-Chi... You have Eternals, you have this Black movie, Widow. Black Widow, and then supposedly a Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Supposedly. And I say that and, because and it, Black there's Panther nothing 2, confirmed. Guardians 3, Captain Marvel 2. Yeah. Like, that'll all happen. But, like, as of right now, the only things that are set are, like, four movies. And yeah. with the Multiverse of Madness title, mm-hmm. obviously there's going to be multiverse. It's going to be introduced. So... Naturally, it sounds like there's going to be a lot writing on this, but we don't know because yeah. uh, Eternals comes out before that, right? Because they're filming it right now. Yeah. It's um, Black Widow than Eternals, I think. Okay. In terms of movies, I think Falcon and yeah. Winter Soldier comes out in between. Okay. So, I mean, ultimately, we'll we'll see with Eternals. Maybe Eternals is the one who knocks it out of the park and yeah. Adam Warlock comes in and you know, oh. does all this crazy space oh. shit. I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah. But no... uh I'm also really excited for the Suicide Squad, for James Gunn's Suicide Squad. I'm really excited for that movie over on DC. Mm-hmm. That I, I wonder if it's going to be rated R. I was thinking about that the other day. Apparently, DC was just like, fucking make whatever you want. Here yeah. you go. Yeah. So I hope he just takes that and runs with it. It makes me so happy that, like, supposedly he went in and they had, like, all their IPs on the table. Like, including, he, he mentioned, like, Superman was on the table. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, I want to do Suicide Squad. Like, that makes me so happy because you know that... He's going to make it good if he hand-picked it yeah. with all those opportunities. But yeah, now, now I'm just d- yeah. dinging around. But I mean, that's what we do. That's what we do here. Nothing structured ever. That's Done. what we don't get paid to do. <laughs> Great way of putting that. Great way of putting that. Uh, did you have any other major stories you wanted to cover? No. I mean, really just that. That uh, I'm excited for these movies to come up. I'm very happy with the outcome of the Oscars. Very happy for Bong Joon-ho and the mm-hmm. whole cast and crew. Very happy for South Korea, um, and uh, very excited for the news about Sam Raimi. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. So, And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it for us today. Um, go ahead and tell us where they can find the movie nights, and go ahead and also plug where they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So, on Facebook and Twitter, it's movie nights, and then... No. No, Facebook, Facebook is movie, movie nights, because yes. someone on Twitter... And Instagram. And Instagram took movie nights, so Facebook Bastards. is movie nights. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is knights underscore movie. Um, I will say on Facebook and... Facebook, we're the most active, uh, and then Instagram and Twitter is uh, kind of here and there. Twitter is um, definitely last place. Facebook and Instagram is where you want to where you want to Yeah, get absolutely. But if you want to follow us on Twitter, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we get more followers, I'm sure we'll be yeah, more active. That'd be nice, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I'm also on Twitter, uh, at Warner Ryan. So I'm kind of active there personally. Mm-hmm. But all I do is talk about movies and shit. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah. No, uh, like I said, you can find us on Movie Nights at those locations. I might even put shit on the screen, too. If I'm really feeling up to it in the editing. 
But uh, but also you can find me, uh, Dalton Burdett, Facebook and Instagram. And I believe on Twitter it's Burdett Dalton. It might be Dalton Burdett. It's my name. They're all my name. Just search my name. You'll Look find at me. You. You'll find me. Yeah. Yes. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm really excited for this, some upcoming projects and videos we're going to do. Uh, we're obviously going to get more active with our somewhat updated audience. Hopefully some of them stay. And yeah. thanks again. But uh, but yeah, um, I think that's all we have for today. A little shorter episode. But uh, we'll be back with some more videos this week. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Absolutely.